0: Yeah, come out every praise. Oh. Uh, God bless you this morning. You can look around and see some folks not here. Right? It's called the opening game for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> of course, uh, Wes and Ty went to Michigan up there to see uh, Michigan play, and we don't cut that here. It's, it's good. It happens every year. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, and most of the people are going to Tide Pair, so I'm good and they committed. We've been talking about editing yourself for the last few weeks, that every person needs to learn to edit themselves. And, 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 and what I do is when something goes wrong, I wanna edit myself and see what part I played in that, right? And uh, uh, it's been pretty difficult for some of us because when you edit yourself, you find some things that are very painful down in your spirit. that cause you to act and react a certain way. Okay, and uh, so the next step is uh, I want to come from the recovery Bible. I use it quite often is you never want to be alone. Don't ever get yourself alone. Satan always wants you alone. If he can get you by yourself, you're in trouble. And one of the things that we have to learn, stay with me here, one of the things we have to learn is even an abuser, what an abuser does is, is take that person and put them in kind of like exile, you know, so nobody else can see what's going on with them, right? We understand that. So uh, the best thing that there's a lot of things in the Bible that we need to hear and listen to that makes us uncomfortable or, or it doesn't sound like much because everything ain't sin, y'all, drugs and alcohol. You all heard me say that many, many times. One of some things uh, the devil uses to trick us. OK, he uses to trick us. And one of the things you need to hear what I'm saying is, is to get you by yourself. That's right. You understand what I'm saying is, see, you shouldn't even have to be. You can be a gang member. They don't go by themselves to another place. Right. Mm-hmm. So we ought to have enough sense to know you don't want to get by yourself. And listen, this is something I always say. Always have somebody in your life smarter than you. Do you understand? You know, one of my counselors is Brother Fred. You all know Brother Fred. And he moved to D.C., broke my heart. Uh, And him and I, he's still my prayer partner. Brother Fred was smarter than most preachers. And he's probably the smartest preacher I know and uh, probably would have been an incredible bishop. He didn't take either one because he didn't go like the focus of where things were going. And he said he would never go to a church again. And someone introduced him to Christ Temple North, and he didn't go. And his wife came and his wife sat there and went home that Sunday and told him, oh, you are like this, Pastor. Y'all going to be best friends. That's about 10 years ago or more, and we still are prayer partners even though he's in D.C. Then I have two or three other prayer partners that I have, one in, uh, uh, excuse me, Tennessee. You all know Brother Alex, and then another one of my brothers in Texas, and then I have some a couple people here. Now, I'm talking about that I pray with consistently, and we have long talks about scriptures. And see, because I never want to be by myself. And so the Bible says in Genesis 2 and 18, and the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper to subdue, to help him really to take care of what he needs to be taken care of. When we look at that scripture, we always look at it as at husband and wife. That's not where I'm going, but that, that's also man. You know, I always say man was born incomplete with a capacity to be complete, and that would be to have a wife. All right? Uh, or God wouldn't have gave him one if he didn't think he needed one, right? All right, so he knew that we couldn't be alone. It's, it's not good for us to be alone. But today I want to talk about it in a different kind of way. I want everyone in here to know that if you are alone, you're in trouble you're in trouble. All of us need somebody, and we need somebody that uh, is not afraid to tell us who we ain't. Right. Yeah, we need afraid, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of that. Because here's what, most people, when they get in trouble, is because of loneliness. All right, and when you get lonely, the only person you got talking to you is you. That's right. And that's probably why you're alone. Right. So you don't ever wanna get by yourself, loneliness,
1: Yes, uh, reading from the commentary, loneliness can break us and defeat us in the recovery process. If any
0: time In the recovery process, I use it all the time, in the recovery process, in case you all didn't know it, you're all recovering something. In the recovery process, loneliness is, is a, will break you every time because you feel alone. And it's a bad thing to feel all out there alone. And listen to me, you can be married and in a household and feel alone. Do you understand what i'm saying just because there are people around you doesn't mean that you don't feel like you're alone am i making any kind of sense to you all right and the commentary is telling us that you don't want to get in there it will break the process you can put sin there you can put recovery there it's all the same thing all right
1: when we prepare to make amends we also need to prepare our heart to accept whatever love support or friendship is offered in return and
0: when we get things straight with people we need to be ready for the love and the support in return. Mm-hmm. Now, now, every one of you in here, whether it be in a relationship you're in, a marriage or a friendship, whatever it is, there's going to be a time when it's gonna get shaky. You just might as well understand that. There's gonna be a time when it's gonna hurt. There's gonna be some hurt and there's some pain. And sometimes you have to go back and make amends. And men, they're all the men look at me. The, most, the hardest statement for men to make is, I'm sorry. It's very hard for us to make that. But when you do that, I'm sorry, okay, and you make amends, then you ought to be willing to uh, accept the support uh, and the love that that person wants to offer you, and that can be women also. Are you all getting with me? Okay, because see, some walking around here, see, everything ain't, I tell you all the time, everything ain't drugs and sex and alcohol. There's a lot of other pain that goes on in people's lives. You know, a lot of broken people walking around here. The, all right. And, and they need to get out of there. And some of you in here, but you can't get out of there until you make some amends with some folks and some folks that's hurt you and some folks you don't hurt. That's right. All right. And when you make those amends, then you ought to be willing to 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 receive the love, support and the friendship that's offered in return. Because some people, when you say you're sorry and you really mean it, they really want to mend that relationship back again. Amen. Right. All right.
1: These supportive relationships along with God's supporting hand.
0: And I need people to support me along with God's supporting hand. Now, one of the things that we say to this cliche, all I need is the Lord. That's bad theology. I need some people to help me and to guide me. I need somebody that understands the situation and the circumstance that I've been in. All right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Here we go.
1: It will strengthen our life considerably. See,
0: when there are people that you put in your life, that can help strengthen your life considerably. That's right. And see, some people fall because they don't have anybody there to help them. If you got somebody that loves you, want to support you and help you, it will strengthen your life. I have never sent a strong person that didn't have other people in their lives. Because God, when you go through something, y'all need to hear me, God will send somebody to you to help strengthen your life. The problem is he may send somebody you don't want to hear, but he's going to send somebody you need to hear. Amen? Amen.
1: All right. with our friends and God joining with us to form a triple braided cord we will not be easily broken or turned from the path to recovery if
0: I got some friends and supporting me and, and I have some in here you see everybody's not a church member there's some friends in here that support me and help me it strengthens me and it empowers me so I'm not easily broken that's the same way when you see somebody that usually gets broken they by themselves that there's nobody there to help them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, you see, see, don't do this, all I need is the Lord. That's just talk. Because, see, if, and let me tell you something, you see, especially in the African-American church, we got that bad. All I need is Jesus, all right? Now, and that means you ain't read your Bible, all right? Because the last that I read in the gospel, every time Jesus went someplace, he took somebody with him. Huh? The Bible says when he was going to the Garden of Gethsemane, he took the three fellows with him, didn't he? And he said, wait there for me. So if he didn't go by himself when he was getting ready to go through something, you need to take somebody with you when you're getting ready to go through something. Yes, right. Isn't that right? Yes. You see? So, but Satan wants you to think that you can do this by yourself. You can't do this thing by yourself. That's why I think, in, in, uh, I think it's A, they call a sponsor. You have a sponsor. I think that's what it's called. All of us need a sponsor of some kind to help us. We need somebody to say, you're going to be okay. I've been there. I understand what you're going through. Uh, Or they say, I'm feeling your pain. Uh, If I'm feeling your pain, and then we can work through this together. And then sometimes we have situations that we need to call somebody outside of the circumstance that's a friend of ours that can really help us whatever position we need for them to be to say, talk to me, help me get through this because I'm someplace I've never been before. Does that make sense to you? That's just like someone that's been married uh, three years talking to somebody that's been married 43 years. Right. You say, no, no, you need to listen to somebody that's been married 43 years, not talk to them. It ain't me, I've been married 48, but you hear what I'm talking about, all right? You see what I'm saying? It's like somebody that's been through cancer, that's working through cancer, that's been there through the chemo, that's done the things, you need to talk to them and listen to them and have them to help you so that you're not broken because when you hear that news, it'll break you. But if you see somebody that's went through that same thing, that's went through that process, and they still look good, and they're dealing with it, it will help you, all right? And when you wake up in the night scared, because it's a scary thing, and when you wake up scary and you're hurting, you can call that person, and they can encourage you and strengthen you to help you make the next step. Do you understand? I hear that. I love, that's why I like about uh, recovery. See, I hear what they say with that sponsor when you stop drinking and one night you wake up in the middle of the night, you can call them any time of the night. They're not like Christians. Uh, you can call them, them any time of the night and say, hey, I think I want to take a drink and they'll sit and talk with you all night and, and try to get you to go through that process so that you're not broken. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because see, if the Bible's not going to help us with life what are we needed for? It's supposed once you saved it's supposed to help you with life. This is why they called me a life lessons pastor because I'm seeing so many people fall. I saw so many people fall in church from pastors on down, fall in church because nobody was helping them with their life. Right. Anybody can ordain you or give you a title, but who's going to help you?
1: Right.
0: Are you with me? Well yeah. man Yeah I'm going to go with the other comment. you want to go both of them? just go read them I'm good. All right. I'm
1: Again, supportive friends and healthy relationships are absolutely necessary. we got
0: to have some support of friends and some healthy relationships. You have to have some people. Brother Nathan and I, we have a healthy relationship. We talk to each other. I love our conversation. It's healthy for both of us. And if you don't have somebody you can't talk to, if you don't have any healthy relationships, you're in trouble. Now, some of you in relationships in here, I know you, you, they ain't healthy, but you're in it. For whatever reason you're in it. I'm trying to keep it clean. Because y'all know me. That's why you come here, don't you? Right. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about a healthy relationship. All right.
1: When we fall down, we need help to get up again.
0: When you fall down in life, you need somebody to help you to get you up. You can't get up on, on your own side. You need a human being that God will put in your life to give you a helping hand to help you to get up. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right.
1: If we stand alone, we are especially vulnerable to inner enemies. See, when you
0: stand alone, you're, you're vulnerable to inner enemies. That's that talking. Satan to talk to you. If you by yourself, he'll talk to you into something you didn't think you would ever do. Has anybody ever been there What I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. You see, I am telling him something I know about, because he's going to talk to you now. And he'll talk to that, we call it the inner self. He'll talk to that inner self. If you by yourself, but if you stand it with somebody else that that knows you and, and understands you and loves you, that want to support you. When you get into that, they can help you get out of that. Do you understand? Yes. All right.
1: We must learn to trust others.
0: We've got to learn to trust others. That's a lie. I don't trust nobody but Jesus. Are you crazy? <laughs> Jesus ain't here in no way. Last I heard, he's at the right hand of the father. He's coming again the judge living in the dead and i ain't ready for that yet you know what i'm saying but he has put the holy spirit has put people here that you can trust and folks i can't trust nobody really that's stupid i'm sure how ignorant that is there's billions of people on the face of earth and you'd only trustworthy person huh do you understand what i'm saying we'd like to learn to trust others god's going to work through who other people all right, the whole gospel, the whole New Testament, the whole, even the Old Testament, is always somebody God would place in their heart or in their spirit to go help somebody else. Right. Isn't that right? right? Okay.
1: We must reach out to others.
0: And sometimes we need to reach out to others. And this is one of the things that kills men. Kills men. I ain't going to talk to the pastor. He's just a man like me. You, ain't, you know you ain't cute as me. Just joking, down, he's just joking, just joking. That's an Oklahoma thing just came out. All right, you see, oh, I ain't going to no counselor. I ain't crazy. Oh, yeah, we do say it, right? And so what you're doing is living off your own understanding. How crazy is that? Lean not to your own understanding. and all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. And sometimes he may direct you to the psychologist. Yeah, he'll direct you to, yeah, he'll direct you to somebody that can help you. Right, He'll direct you to the doctor. Okay. Do you all know that, all of you all know that uh, 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 I had prostate cancer 21 years ago, right? right. And it is it in my lymph nodes. And, 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 you know, they, that's when they give me that five to seven years to live kind of thing. All right? And the, uh, what happened was it had been there a long time. Well, two years before, God spoke to me and told me to go uh, get a checkup. But, you know, me, I'm feeling good. ain't nothing wrong with me. I ain't going to get no checkup. And then two years later, that cancer spread. It was my wife told me to do that. So if I'd have listened to my wife, then I wouldn't have had to have the serious operation that I had. They could have got it early. So you all seeing me looking healthy in this, I'll tell you about my ignorance. That was plum ignorant. I went through all of that because I didn't listen to my wife. I wouldn't have had that type of operation. They could have done some other things. Are y'all with me? So God was God talking to me? He was talking to me through who? But I didn't listen. Yeah, because she's just my wife. Come on, they don't get it. Yeah. Thank God, his grace, I could have died. No, y'all laughing, I could have died. Well, oh, yes, could have died, not listen. I got to heaven. God, why'd you let that happen to me? He said, I talked to you. Who wouldn't you talk to me? I spoke to you through my wife, through your wife. So we need other people, and a person that doesn't think they need people around them has lost their mind. All right? Boy, God going to come off the throne, come down from heaven to talk to you. That don't even make sense no way, is it? He's got people here to talk to you, and you need to reach out. Come on, men. We need to reach out. Yeah, we need to sometimes put that male ego in the back seat someplace and reach out. And if you're a woman in here that like to do it, you need it. All right.
1: And lastly, we need to admit our need for others.
0: And we need to admit our need for others. Sometimes we need to admit, I need you in my life. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I need the people around me that's around me in my life. There's some people in my life that I treasure. I mean, I treasure. I need those people in my life. I need Brother Fred in my life. I need Brother Alex in my life. You see, I, I need those brothers, even though those brothers are far away. Thank God for cell phones and all the things that we have now. Because those brothers are good. You see, I I need my brother in Texas that used to come in. These are people that are close to me, folks. And we talk consistently. We don't be talking about stuff. We talk and pray. We pray for one another. And we do those things for one another. And I need those people in my life. And sometimes uh, they inspire me. Uh, They inspire me more so than church members. Because they listening to me, uh, uh, Sister Gloria, who used to be our member. Some of you all know who Gloria was. She's moved to Alabama. I talked to her yesterday. You know, she deals with plants, and, and she says, I can't wait on Mondays. I listen to you every Monday morning. You know, because they got this thing on there. I need that encouragement. Do you understand? You see? Yes, I need to be encouraged, you know, because sometimes you don't get enough amens in church, so you need somebody to amen you somewhere else. All right? <laughs> uh, Whether you all like it or not, I'm going to show you how powerful we are here as a congregation. This young lady sends my copy and my copies to a young man that's in prison. All right? And he gets them, and there's 12 people in his arena that listens and goes through every one of our lessons after we get it. All right? You see? That's inspiring if your ministries, if you ain't helping somebody or being helped while you're there. Come on. Can I say it again? I'm either getting help or helping. If I ain't getting either one of them, I'm dead. And anything dead ain't growing. Right. So sometimes I need somebody to help me to understand some things that I don't understand. Amen to that. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes I help other people get on those things. All right. You see, and, and, and it's little things. It's just little things that are big things, like we got, uh, 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 he doesn't mind me saying this, there's some lights out downstairs in, in one of our rooms downstairs, and they those long lights. Because this is an old building, long lights, you see. Uh, you see. So I got to call my partner up. We have breakfast on. He knows, J- Jason, I'm calling, J- I ain't got to call him because he's going to hear it. We're going to have breakfast, then we got to go get, the, get these long lights and put them in there. Right. Put them down there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do that. I was going to get him out of the church and say, we need to go down there because you're going to have to have a truck because the lights, they're old and they, they, they're long. right? Somebody needs light, don't they? Yeah. Well, somebody needs to put the light up in there. Right. right. And, you know, I'm just going to supervise because I ain't getting up on nothing high. <laughs> you see, but we need people like that. Come on here. We need pe- this church is not this church. You all know we don't have janitors in here. Right now, so Brother Gogo's nursing uh, his shoulder. Pastor Fields does this this uh, sanctuary, and these other guys, Larry and some other guys, do that out there. If you look at those steps up there, I didn't tell Brother Steve Burrow to paint them steps. He just came up to me and said, "Brother Johnny," uh, 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 said Johnny, "I'm going to spray those things." And this, you see them shining out there? He didn't ask. He just said, "I'm going to spray them." I said, "Okay." You know, you know how they you know how they do another church. Well, uh, pastor, uh, we need a little money to kind of get some some paint to paint. He ain't asking no money, no nothing. You know, they needed it. Paint he painted them. Right. You see, we need people. That's what that's what about when you think uh, you know when you think you see all you need is God. You tell God to come down, and paint them rails, <laughs> put that light up, Wait. go down there. Some of the guys do. I don't name names. They do take care of the air conditions and stuff. No, we need people. We need people in our lives. We need people in this church. Right. And I'm sincere about these people. And there are some people who work hard in here doing different things and to keep this church rolling. And the Bible, this, this supports it, what we're talking about in here. I want you all to be more supportive to your church in here. Do things. Ask things. Help one another. Make somebody smile. Make somebody's day. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs you. And you need somebody. Amen. And the more you help, you, this, you get nothing doing this. You get a whole lot doing this. You can receive a lot and you can give a lot like that. Amen. Here we go. I don't know where I'm at. Just...
1: Um, the last part of the commentary, if we do these things, they will give us added strength.
0: See, I need added strength. That's sometimes when I say amen, you, you give me that added strength. Now, some of you ought to figure out, but now why does he go certain ways and look at certain people? <laughs> well, he needs that added strength. You got it? He needs that added strength. You see, you ought to watch the singers. They do the same thing. I'm going to tell you a little secret. There, there are people that they focus on. Yeah, there are. There are people they focus on to give them added strength. You, you, you understand? Every, we need that in everything we do. We need that added strength. Does that make sense? I need for Sister Gwen to tell me certain things, and she needs for me to tell her certain things. That, that adds to that. gives that added strength. All of us need to know with somebody saying, you can make it. You can do this. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why the Christian church is failing, is because we done got caught up in all of this theology and that we don't, we done got caught up in all this doctrine. We done forgot who we're supposed to be helping. That's right. And that's one another. That's right. All right?
1: Not only added strength, but also wisdom.
0: And it gives wisdom. You ought to be, you know what really bothers me in this church? I don't get enough telephone calls. Everybody say, well, I know you busy. Well, if everybody's saying I'm busy, I ain't busy. Do right. you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no. That, you know, Pastor Fields has the gift of wisdom. That's one thing. You all know that. Call him. I don't know what he's going to say. No, you never know what wisdom's going to say. That's right. If you know what he's going to say, you wouldn't need to call him.
1: That's Right?
0: Right? All right. So, yes, and it helps you because there's too many mistakes made in the church because people will not call the people who can help them. Don't be embarrassed. Do not be embarrassed if you don't know something. There's a you remember I talk about Will Rogers. He was down in Oklahoma boy. He says something I've been using. We're all ignorant, just different subjects. Amen to that. All right. So we need each other, don't we? There's somebody else can give you wisdom because they've been through something you ain't never been through. And they can help you, your road lighter or straighten your road so you don't have to go through those things. Isn't that right? There's some of us parents in here that never want our children to go through what we went through. That's right. All right. And so when you talk to them, not only does it give you, it will give us added strength, wisdom, and protection. And sometimes wisdom will protect you from failing. Our knowledge will, respect, will protect you from failing. That's right. Go ahead.
1: Yes, it will give us protection against our dependencies and compulsions. And
0: it will give us against those things. That's why when, I, when people talk to each other in groups, that's what they're doing with each other. They're, they're, they're talking to each other and they're helping each other. And, and, and let me tell you, it works. You see, and I say it all the time. The only reason I don't go to recovery is because pastors and there makes people uncomfortable. That's right. I don't know why. 'Cause I lay mine online, but I don't do that not because they didn't invite me, I don't do that because of who I am. But if I was just, just Johnny Fields, I'd be the first one down at that door. Right. Do you understand? And so but the respect of the people there, because I don't do that, because I'm in recovery. That's right. Your sister Gwen says it all the time, We ain't fixed. Let's go to the ecclesiastics and then I'll go back to the other. i am jumping jump it all around. But I can do that. Yes, you can. All right.
1: Ecclesiastics 4, verse 9 through 12. We're going to read it from the NIV and then the message. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor.
0: See, two are better than one. There's nothing more exciting than to do something with somebody and become victorious and you can share those victories together. That's right. You see? When you do something good and you're by yourself, there's nobody to share it with. But when two people do something it's incredible when they do it cuz they got somebody to share it with. Yes. All right?
1: And if either of them falls down, one can help the other up.
0: And see if if one falls then somebody can help the other one up. Right. And let me tell you something, say what pastor? What? You go fall. That's right. And if you ain't keep living.
1: But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. And
0: it's, it's a pity a person that falls and doesn't want to help them up. And it, it can be a mental, or emotional, or spiritual, or financial fall. If you do that fall and there's nobody there to help you up, you're going to lay there. Right. It's called being stuck. And that's why we have, there's, we having all of this stuff with We Too. Is it called We Too? Group? Yeah. Me, Too, Me Too, We Too, whatever. we have having all of these people now that are just now coming out because they've been stuck. They fell and nobody picked them up. Nobody saw them fall. And now 30 and four, I'm not talking about this, I'm talking about people, period, like in congregations that are just now getting up from things that they've wrestled with for years because there was nobody there to help them. Maybe they didn't cry out for help. Maybe they didn't ask for help. But they stayed there and they got stuck there because there was nobody there to pick them up. That's right. All right. All right.
1: In verse 11 also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone?
0: And, and, and he's talking, this using this as a parable. Don't be going find folks to lay with. Uh, <laughs> you know I was going to go there. Y'all know I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, you know I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, come on, say amen to that. Amen. Yeah. Pastors, I need to have somebody to keep me warm tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 We ain't going to go there. But that ain't what he's talking about. He's using that as a parable. <laughs> Because you know, you know why some of them are laughing. Because right, right. they, they live this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, So we're going to skip past that one. All right. Go <laughs> to something else. All right.
1: Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves.
0: You can't sometimes, one-on-one, you can't make it. Sometimes your situation, your circumstance will overpower you. You can't make it. You need somebody to help you. And ain't nothing wrong with, let me tell you, the greatest four-letter word is, is help. And I tell y'all all the time, it ain't, let people say love. No, it ain't love. A drowning woman ain't never said love, love, love. That's right. She said help, 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 and love comes and saves her. Right. Ain't that right? That's how it works. Yeah, we, listen to me, we all need somebody. And We need to quit it. We all need somebody and quit trying to be out there on that island talking about I'm embarrassed or, or I'm ashamed. Get past all that stuff and get some help so you can go on with your life. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Alright.
1: It tells us a cord of three strands is not quickly broken.
0: And a, and a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Even get, get another per. Get three people. That's right. So you're going to break. One can break if you got two other people in there, they can help you from totally disaster. All right? Some people are looking up here for God to help them, and he's got somebody sitting beside you that's got to answer. Somebody's a telephone. You're listening. For God, talk to me. You're a telephone call away that you're too shamed to make. All right?
1: Now we're going to read it again from the message. It's better to have a partner than go it alone.
0: Don't go it alone. Don't never try to make it alone, people. Never get alone. Don't try to make it alone. You will never make it. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right.
1: Tells us also to share the work, share the wealth.
0: If you share the work, you share the wealth. You see, we have seen some incredible things in this church. I remember a young lady that couldn't hardly raise her head up coming into church. She was almost shy to be coming to the church. You didn't even know she was in the church. And then one day, pastor walked up to her and said, do you sing? And her eyes got big and she said, I dream you was going to ask me that. <laughs> and now she sings and she reads.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: how it works. Some, God will send somebody who knows who you are. Yeah. Y'all love me. God will send somebody that knows who you are even though you don't know who you are. Right. Amen. Because you can't see who you are because of all the things that you've been through. So they have blocked you and blind you from seeing who you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. But God will send somebody that can look through all of them lies that people have told you, all that shame and all that blame, and tell you who you are. Amen. Yeah. God will help you Find your way. Yes. All right. Say amen to that.
1: Amen. All right. Verse 10, again, it tells us, if one falls down, the other helps. But if there's no one to help, tough.
0: So it to said. tough, you out there on your own, crawling around in the mud, because you don't have anybody to help you. You understand? All right. Here we go. I don't
1: know Let's I skip be. that one. Go to yeah. 12. Because. <laughs> By yourself, you're unprotected.
0: By yourself, you're unprotected. Listen to me. When you by yourself, you're unprotected. Don't ever forget that. Get somebody in your life. That's right. Get somebody in your life. All right?
1: It tells us also with a friend, you can face the worst.
0: With somebody that cares about you, they say, hey, we can do this together. Somebody will say, hey, I'm here with you. I'll walk with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, somebody will grab your hand. Hold on. Come on with me. I remember this has been years ago. One of uh, my classmates uh, was, she was really a, a gorgeous young lady in, in school, you know. And uh, everybody's taught me how pretty she was. So some things happened in her life. And she came from this gorgeous young lady to over 250-something pounds in 15 years. And uh, I called her and asked her, was she going to the alumni? And she said, Sister Kim, no, because I don't want people to look at me funny. And you know, I was the jock in our school, right? Right. And everybody knew me right. Right. I said, sweetheart, you can go with me and they can look at us both funny. Yeah. And she went and didn't get any funny looks. 'Cause I had something for <laughs> God'll send something. Oh, yeah, well, God'll will send you somebody. God'll send some, some. He'll send you somebody. She just needed somebody to walk with her, and to give her confidence. And you, hey, these people ain't no better than you. You understand what I'm saying? And some of you all are you're not on your job. Ask me why. You need to be walking with somebody. Somebody needs you to walk with them and encourage them to do what they need to do. You're either going to be the helper or the one that needs to be helped. We're going to live, this is Christ Temple North. This is the way we do it over here. We, we do it, we walk together over here. The weak, the Bible says, the strong pair, uh, deal with the weak, help the weak. I can't think of it now. The infirmities of the weak, right? That's what we are over here. And if, and, 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 and if we can't do that, then we need to close these church doors. Because we're supposed to be real over here, right? That's right. All right. Now, ain't we, we just a bunch of folks in here that save that's trying to find our way? That's right. Amen? Amen. All right. And, we, and when you talk about that, God has said it's not good for people to be alone. And this is one of the things that bothers me with church people in the book of Hebrews. And I'll be done here in about 10, five minutes. All right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I need that help. Go ahead.
1: Yes, it's Hebrews 10, verse 24 through 25 from the NIV. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good
0: deeds. And that's what we're about over in this church? Let's see how we can keep people going. We ain't here to drag people down. We're here to get people moving forward. All right?
1: Not giving up meeting together. And
0: and that's one of the things that people say, I don't need to go to church. Yeah, you do. The Bible says you need to. It says don't forget to assemble yourself together. This is NIV here. Go ahead.
1: Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing.
0: See, some people are in the habit of not coming to church and they're not getting inspired. They're not getting empowered. All right?
1: But we are to encourage one another. We're
0: supposed to encourage one another. You shouldn't be so sick that somebody in church has not been as sick as you've been. That's right. I guarantee you in here, there's nobody in here that's got a sin that somebody else in there ain't done.
1: That's right. All right? Especially the more as you see the day approaching
0: see we know we look at we live in You know, you can't go anywhere You see we're gonna start closing the doors at 10 o'clock at Christ Temple North for safety reasons Isn't that crazy? We're gonna lock the doors at 10. They lock most time at 10 o'clock y'all need to get in the building, by 10 It's for safety reasons Because these are the times we live in and seeing pastor fields is responsible so we locking the doors at ten. Y'all to be here early in that anyway. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: Get me out of this, cause it's a whole different message.
1: Well, Jesus tells us in Matthew eighteen and twenty, for where two or three gather in now, my name.
0: Jesus says, for well, two or three gather in his name, he'd be in the midst. We need to have some companions. Amen. We need to have some companions. Amen. This is Jesus talking. He ain't talking about you. He said you need to bring somebody with you here. What is a companion? Have we, have we done yes. a companion? No, well, let's do companion. Do you have a companion? That's what you need to ask. Do you have a companion, the con- kind of right companion? Right. Mm-hmm. Not the great entertainer. Right, right. A companion, because you don't know, forget that companion thing mixed up. Yeah, I got one, and he ain't never with you Uh huh.
1: Right.
0: I'm talking about a real companion.
1: <laughs> yes. What comp- is that? Companionship is when you feel a sense of closeness fellowship or togetherness with another person that's
0: when you feel a a a fellowship a closeness and a fellowship and a fellowship is what
1: a friendly association it's a
0: friendly association
1: especially with people who share one's interest
0: that means a christian
1: that's right
0: that means your companion you if a person you unequally yoked. you don't have a companion you have entertainment it's got to be somebody. Yeah, that's right. Some folk like entertainment. That's
1: right.
0: Uh, they, they they live with that. But if you want a companion, they sharing the same thing that you share. That's
1: right. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Jesus says, "Where there are two or three gathered in my name, I'm with you. You got to have a companion with you. That's right. You understand? There are people that are married that don't have a companion. That's right. Come on, come on, come on. Yes. Yeah. That's somebody that's going the same direction I'm going, in the same situation I'm in, that's right. just willing to learn what I'm learning. That's why we have all this, October's coming up, and what do we do? Domestic violence. That's right. And you, though some of those women say, that's my companion. No, he's not your companion. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Maybe your doctor feel good, but he ain't your companion. You know, you have to make an appointment to go to the doctor. (laughs) A companion. I said it and met it. I said it and met it. This ain't no Baptist church over here. You see, we see it. I said it and met it. You got a companion. It's somebody that thinks like you is going the same direction you're going. It's reading the same Bible you're reading. That's a companion. All right. Anything else other than that's unequally yoking, God won't bless it. Because that's gospel. All right, I'm ready to get up out of here. Where's my last scripture at?
1: Last scripture. Last scripture. Is Acts 2 and 42. Believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching.
0: And see, the believers devoted themselves to apostles' teaching and fellowship with one another. And they were breaking bread with one another and praying with one another. You can't please God and not go to church. That's right. Amen. Amen. You can't please God and not go to church. You, you can't please him and not go to church because he has commanded us, as the Isaacs make their way up here, he has commanded, he has commanded us to do what? To walk together. He said two or three can't get to, two or three, we got to get together. We got to be going, this is my companion. That's my, we three together. We go in the same direction. We praying for the same thing. Isn't that right? Yes. We are equally yoked up because we yoked up by the Holy Spirit. And that's what we want in this church. Yes. Amen yes. to Amen. that. Give God a hand clap. All right. Yes. God is good.